The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So welcome to our afternoon continuation of our retreat, our non-residential retreat for some of you. I think some of you um, are here for the first time uh, today. So what I'd like to start with today um, is to just offer a brief recap of the, the basic instructions of the practice we're working with. So this will serve as a refresher for those of you who, are, who were here yesterday. And just a little drop of the perspective that we are working with this week. Um, uh, as a reminder, um, the, this practice, actually if you were here this morning, the flavor of what I talked about this morning is very similar. Uh, it's, it's some of the... the perspectives I offered this morning are form some of the core of the practice that we'll be um, exploring this week for those of you who can continue for the, the rest of the week. Um, but the basic, the basic practice is a, um, a, a receptive, non-directed mindfulness practice. So we are exploring what it means to just enter into being aware of our human experience, whatever it is. In many meditation practices, we choose something to pay attention to. We, we pick an object to direct the attention to it. And that's where we stabilize and cultivate the mindfulness, is through directing the attention. In this practice, we start right from the beginning of just settling back, relax, so the, the kind of... Um, I've been framing the kind of key elements of this practice. Relax, receive experience, and allow whatever is happening to be happening. From that ground, understanding, learning will unfold. So relax, and then sometimes between relax and receive, I also include recognize that you're aware. So these are the basic tools that we use. It's a very simple practice. The, the, um, the instructions are minimal. We, we settle back, we relax. We start with relaxation and then explore from that place of relaxation, can I just start being aware, knowing what is happening in the present moment? So we start with relaxation and then turn to... Um, Checking in what's obvious. What's the most obvious experience that's happening for you right now? Just relax and let your experience come to you. This is what we mean by receptive. What's the most obvious? What's obvious for you right now? What's already here? What's already known? It might be body sensation or sound or sight if your eyes are open. There might be a mood or a, a state of mind, maybe thoughts even. So whatever is obvious, we start there. We explore, can we be aware of that? And in a gentle, light touch way, we just continue. There's a, a, a gentle reminding, a gentle prompting for ourselves, am I aware? Of what? Am I aware? 
What's obvious? Different, different prompts we might use. The, um, this morning I was talking about the light touch of effort that's helpful in exploring our meditation practice. The light touch of connecting with experience. If we're, if we're sitting down to meditate for uh, half an hour, sometimes we think, I need to be present for the whole thing right at the beginning. And yet all we can really do is be present for a moment. We can know. What, what, can you know the experience of your, your uh, hips touching the chair or cushion or bench right now? Can you know the experience of the sensations of your hands? Can you know that you're seeing if your eyes are open? Can you know hearing is happening? As I say each of these things, your attention is probably called to each of those areas, and you know. You know you're hearing right now. That's not hard. But what is harder to do is to sustain that mindfulness over time. In, um, in some meditation practices, the sustaining of that mindfulness over time is done by encouraging a directing of the attention to some particular object like the breath. In this practice, the sustaining of mindfulness over time is encouraged through quiet, gentle reminders to check in. Am I aware? Are you aware right now? What are you aware of? What's obvious? The question, am I aware? You usually can answer yes to that question. You can know that you're aware, but you may not yet be so clear how you know that you're aware. You just know that you're aware, but I don't know, what does it mean? What does it mean for me to be aware? How do I know that I'm aware? It's okay, you don't have to think about it. If you simply recognize, yes, I'm aware, that's enough in that moment. You don't have to figure out how you know you're aware. Okay, yep, no, I'm aware. I do know that I'm aware. So that's just a gentle reminding to be present. You're present in that moment. And then that awareness is connecting to some experience, is already receiving some experience. What is the most obvious experience that's happening? What's most obvious to you? So we relax, recognize, am I aware? And receive whatever is obvious in that awareness. So there's not a lot to do <laughs> in this practice. It's, it's a very uh, well, it's a very receptive practice. It's, there's not a lot of doing involved. The doing is related to reminding yourself to just be here. Okay, what's here? Just, just that recognizing opening to what's here. So there's not a lot of act, actively deciding what we're going to pay attention to. It's just whatever's here, we, we explore opening to that. And I'll talk in a moment about what to do if it's hard to open to that. I talked about that a little bit this morning. So we relax, check in, am I aware? And uh, of what? And we do that with some regularity. Am I aware of what? Those questions can get very quiet and they, over time, at least in my experience, they go away. 
You don't have to use the questions, but they can help to, they can help to uh, really clarify for yourself, yes, I am aware, I do know that I'm aware. If you ask that question, it's like, yep, yep, do know that I'm aware. If you don't ask the question, sometimes whether you're aware or not can be a little vague. And so just every now and then ask yourself that question. We are just trying to remember, remind ourselves to be aware. So that's the prompting that we do. When I learned this technique from Sayadaw Utejaniya, that was the instruction he started me with. He said, the only work you need to give your mind is to remind yourself to be aware. So that's what that question does. It's a reminder. Be aware. Am I aware? Do I know that I'm aware? So, relax, recognize awareness, receive experience. And then uh, a piece of the, um, the wisdom of the practice, the understanding develops uh, in this practice as we carry a, uh, an interest into not just what we are aware of, but how we are aware How is our mind paying attention? How is our mind relating to experience? And so we may be sitting here and there's a flow of experience. There's changing experience. If we just sit here and receive, we'll notice that our attention shifts. It picks up on sound for a little while and then it moves into the body and picks up on the body sensations for a little while and then maybe it notices an emotion and then maybe it goes back to sound. There's a kind of a flow of how the attention um, explores experience. We're not doing it actively, but there's a very natural way in which our human minds are interested in exploring our surroundings and what's happening. And so we're kind of settling back, taking ourselves out of the driver's seat and seeing what is this mind, what is this body interested in exploring right now? So we, we may have a flow of different experiences, different sensations. There'll be different sense, sense experiences, sight sometimes, sound, smells, taste, touch, things in the mind. Sometimes things will be pleasant, sometimes they'll be unpleasant, sometimes they'll be neutral. Whatever is happening, often we're not just in a very simple, pure relationship to what is happening. We have opinions about it. We have agendas about it. We have views, ideas, uh, reactions about what is happening. A very loud motorcycle goes by and maybe we don't like that. So there's the sound and then there's a response or a reaction in the mind. And so in this exploration of am I aware, what am I aware of, We also need to, from time to time, check back and how am I relating to what I'm aware of? Because it's very easy for those uh, views, those opinions, those ideas, those perspectives of like that, don't like that, want more of that, get rid of that, confused about that, for all of those views or filters or reactions or attitudes is what Saito Tejaniya calls them, for all of those attitudes to be below the level of our conscious awareness. And so we need a tool to help us kind of 
pull back the curtain for uh, what's behind the curtain of our subconscious. And the question, the question here could be, there's several, several different ways to frame this question. How am I relating to this experience? What's my relationship to this experience? So how am I with this? What's my relationship to it? Or what's my attitude to this? Three different framings of the question. And, and as I've taught this style of practice, people find their own language. If you find your own language for that question, that's fine. It's actually more helpful if you find your own language for the question. Um, I think the question, the, the, uh, somebody, the reason I've started adding how am I with this is because on the last retreat somebody said, I've been discovering that the simple questions of what's here and how am I with that are what work for me. So you, you, can, you can find language that supports you. So the how you are with experience. There's likely to be um, kind of four different flavors of how you might be with experience. You might be uh, averse to experience, wanting something to end, not liking something. You might be uh, greedy about experience, liking it, wanting it to continue, wanting more of it. Uh, You might be confused or deluded uh, about the experience, a, a confusion in the mind or disconnection with the experience. Or you might um, have balance of mind. You might be at ease with the experience. There might be a sense of okayness or a sense of allowing, a sense of compassion or love. Some of those flavors of uh, allowing that I talked about this morning. So every now and then, this is, so this is, this is the kind of, in a nutshell, the simplicity of this practice. We relax. We start with relaxing. Take as much time as you want to relax the body. The more, the, the more relaxed the body, the more relaxed the mind, the more naturally awareness can be here. And so there were times in my seven weeks, my six and a half weeks with Sayada Utejaniya, that I spent an entire hour meditation period just doing relaxation because that was what the system needed. It's not so helpful to try to move on to, uh, to, to just receiving experience if the mind is very tight and constricted. So it's fine to take your time as much time as you need, relaxing the body, relaxing the mind. As the mind and body relax, we begin to recognize there can be a kind of a natural awareness present. So we recognize the awareness and then start receiving what awareness is aware of. Relax, recognize the awareness, receive experience. From time to time, Check your relationship. How am I with this experience? So that's the, the technique in a nutshell. Very simple. It's hardly technique at all. And then there's a lot to talk about in terms of, um, uh, you know, if it is hard. I mean, this, this practice in some ways, I think the, the articulation of this practice in some ways, uh, 
is very similar to what often is taught in mindfulness uh, practice after the mind has gotten very settled. Certain, certain forms, the Mahasi practice in particular, um, teaches stay with the breath, stay with the breath, and then at some point you let go of the breath and just open up to the flow of experience. And so the, this, uh, this practice that I'm teaching now is just entering right into that from the beginning rather than thinking we have to stabilize the attention first before we open to the flow of experience. We explore what does it mean to just open right away. The mind will wander, it'll get caught, it'll, it'll um, of course, it'll start thinking. At some point, mindfulness will return and we can uh, reconnect at that point. It's like, oh, I'm back, mindfulness is back. We relax, recognize that awareness is back, receive, allow as much as possible. There are times when things arise that that simple technique is not sufficient for us to stay present. So I would say that this, this technique is where we're headed, in a way. And we can do this very simple, open, receptive awareness way more than we think we can. Uh, you know, I used to think, I can't do that open awareness until the mind is settled down. Well, that was just an idea. There are times when there are things that come up, a strong emotion, for instance, a strong reactivity, that the mindfulness can't simply settle back and say, oh yeah, there's anger, I can be with that. I can know the anger, I can allow that anger. Sometimes we can do that and sometimes not. And so it's useful to have some strategies to... uh, learn how to be with those difficult kinds of experiences. When the simple relax, receive, allow, isn't uh, strong enough to meet the experience, then we need to um, uh, potentially um, shift to another area of experience. Or maybe direct the attention to something. Like if you're experiencing a strong... Um, anger, maybe for you it would be helpful to just recognize, oh yeah, okay, this, this is anger. The anger is driving me crazy, but I can recognize it's creating tightness in the throat. And I can recognize that it's creating tension in the stomach. And so we can restrict our field down to the body and just notice what's happening in the body around the anger. Or maybe we need to be a little more... Um, a little more thorough. We might need to actually say... Yeah, any, anything close to the anger is going to be pulling me back into the anger. And so I need to like take a walk and just put my attention on my feet for a little while. Or, or maybe just open my eyes and just know that I'm seeing. So that we have some strategies for working with, uh, with challenges. So that in 25 minutes was what I said in four hours, six hours yesterday. <laughs> so that's a kind of a, a, a quick review for us of the, of the tools for this. And um, we're going to sit for about 35 minutes. Do you want to stand up for a second? Or, yeah, let's just stand up for a second.